0: Howdy and welcome to That's a Good Point podcast. We hope you are prepared to be both educated and entertained, or otherwise known as edutained. On our podcast, we rank a list of items for you while making some good points. Dion would say sometimes we actually rank some great points or make some great points. Uh, we use a method we call the matrix, sometimes called a prioritizing grid, um, where each of our items will face off against each other in a mano a mano. One on one, head to head matchup, and the item that has the most victories will be our winner. When we're done, we encourage you to let us know how we did via social media. We are on Twitter and Instagram at That's a Good Point One. Poing! <laughs> 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 no Thank you, Mike. No T at the end of Point there. Um, by the way, this is Irv here with Corey Houghton and Mike. Mike. All right, Mike's been on the show with us before. Corey, this is your first time. We're excited to have you. Yeah, no, I'm pumped. This is probably
1: going to be the best podcast ever. Ever.
0: yes. It's, I think you said the other day this might be the manliest. Yeah, the manliest. Yeah,
1: yeah, yep, yep, yeah. yep.
0: So no Dion or John here with us today, so a little different from the normal crew. That's okay. We're going to have fun with this one. Um, Dion said he hopes to maybe stop in later, though, and, and offer his two cents on this. So let's introduce the topic here. We are going to rank our favorite Attitude Era WWE theme songs Uh, I know this is a little bit of a specific topic but we're really excited about it so for those of you that are unfamiliar with it the Attitude Era describes the WWE or WWF at the time their programming and promotion of the late 90s and early 2000s it featured kind of more adult oriented content which included an increase in the level of depicted violence profanity and some sexual content overall awesomeness overall just general (laughs) awesomeness for sure Sarah was part of a wider surge in popularity of professional wrestling in the U- U.S. and Canada. As uh, the TV ratings, pay-per-view ratings, uh, the buy rates of those were through the roof. I mean, record highs during that time. Mike, I know you told a story about, would you and some college buddies get together and get all the pay-per-views? Uh, no, in high school we were. Uh, that was
1: me. Yeah, I did
0: that. You did that. Corey yeah. did we that. We would go
2: through and, yeah, we do all the pay-per-views and we actually... Um, Convinced our school one day to actually let us host a fake wrestling meet. That's right. <laughs> um, we just brought out the high jump mats, put them up against the uh, bleachers there, and had our own style. And I remember the, the first match, I was the uh, I was the guest official. Oh, boy. And, uh, you know, <laughs> match is over, and then the guy who was actually the real official comes out and kind of kicks my butt and throws me out of the ring. The and, Earl Hebner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I yep. kind of ran off, so it's... It's one of those, I don't think we can, I don't know if kids could pull that off now, but no. <laughs> back back in the day when the, the Attitude Era was here, we could do stuff like that. Absolutely. That was awesome.
0: So that was in the midst of what was known as the Monday Night Wars. It was a ratings battle between WWE and WCW, and actually we're going to have a WCW yeah. representative yeah. Uh-huh. in our list here in a bit. We'll, we'll let you know what it is. So again, we realize it's a specific era, specific topic, um, not probably as wide-reaching as some of our other ones we've done, but we thought it'd be a fun one, great way to get I think the the, I think the world has been wanting to know <laughs> what is the best theme song from the Attitude
1: Era. I think so. Yes. I
0: think so. And you The know internet's going to break on this. This now. will be the definitive list, the definitive ranking of the Attitude Era entrance songs. So um, just so we're clear, we will not be including theme songs from like Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Randy Savage. They occurred prior to the Attitude Era. Um Great, great era, of course, kind of, you know, what really kicked WWF off, you know, to its stardom, and then, you know, Attitude Era just took it to a next level. Uh, no John Cena, no CM Punk, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar. They, they came after that Attitude yep. Era. Um, so we chose this era for a couple reasons. One, it's one of the most familiar with and passionate about. I mean, this is what we grew up with, just watching, having oh, yeah. so much fun. Loved every minute of it. And... Uh, Considered to be the best era in professional wrestling by a lot of standards. Sure, that can be an opinion thing. One we could probably debate on here if like Dion and John were here, you know, they're a little older. They'd probably want to watch that wrestling from the 80s, you know. <laughs> well, so, the technical eat your part. Eat, eat your we 80s. love the theater. The yeah. theater part was, yeah.
1: was 90% of why you watched wrestling in the early 2000s.
0: Absolutely. So. You know, we could get some kids in here, some of our students, to tell us why the John Cena era is better, I'm sure. But, uh, they're going to be wrong. They're yeah. going to be wrong. So <laughs> they don't even, know nothing. Why even bother with it, right? <laughs> so, But, uh, yeah, so we're focused on the late 90s, early 2000s. Some honorable mentions before we get to our list of the Attitude Era. Um here comes the money, Shane O'Mac. That's a great one. Here we go. Here comes the money. You I always knew some business yeah. was going down when Shane O'Mac came out. <laughs> and this little dance thing he yeah. did, like, what is he doing? It was awesome. Um, one of my personal favorites, Kane. Kane with the fire oh, yeah. and the fire, the fire, yeah. And the fire brimstone. Yeah, yeah, it just um I was telling Mike this where I went to it was a SmackDown and ECW thing when I was in high school. Went to Wells Fargo with my two little brothers and my dad, and Undertaker's out there getting his butt kicked by whoever. And all of a sudden, the flames go up, and here comes Kane out to help his brother. He's going to help him. So like, yeah. So uh, no Triple H in here. No uh, no. Uh, well, I guess he is kind of in here. We'll get that a little, to that bit, a little yeah. bit. No Godfather. Oh, um, the, is this, this, is, this isn't this an, trained, an explicit no, podcast. No. Well. We could probably say, yeah, no Ho-Train. <laughs> look, look him right, up, kids, look <laughs> him up. <laughs> Chris Jericho. Um, Ooh, yeah, that yeah, was they're... a good one. Uh, Mankind, another one like the, you, you hear the car crash, right? Yeah. And then, na na yeah. Yep, that won't be in here. And then, no New Age Outlaws, which, Rogers, I know you're very disappointed <laughs> oh, about, but... I just, just, the whole, their whole thing, yeah, you can just about <laughs> Jesse James. <laughs>
1: As Billy Gunn, Sir <laughs> new age outlaws. Oh, oh man.
0: Isn't Those that are... part of NWO, though? Or, no, that was uh, DX. The, they, that they were part, part of DX. Yeah, but That
1: was like their own tag team.
2: Yeah, okay. they were their...
0: Yeah, so we'll it, that gets into a whole other conversation, like the factions within factions yeah. kind yeah. of Yeah, because so,
1: that's almost NWO and
0: Wolfpack. Right. Yeah, okay. So... Enough for me for a little bit. Mike, would you tell us what's actually on our list today? I'm sure people are wondering that right now. All right. So we've got uh, seven
2: songs we're going to look at um, in no particular order. we got uh, Won't Do What You Tell Me by Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, are You Ready by D-Generation X. Know Your Role by The Rock. Uh, Rest in Peace by, Vince, or by The Undertaker. Followed by No Chance in Hell by Vince McMahon. Uh, the NWO Wolf Pack by NWO. And Sexy Boy by HBK. Heartbreak Kid,
0: Shawn Michaels. Little sweet chin music. (laughs) he's (laughs) too late! So, this is a great list. uh, You know, seven songs that really do define this era and, you know, those honorable mentions. it be interesting to see which one finishes seventh for us today and are there any in that honorable mentions that maybe could have been put up there? You know, we'll, we'll talk about that as we get, you know, a little bit later on but, uh, I think we should get to some voting here. Right, so right, let's do it. Let's all right, round one. I'll start us off here. It's Won't Do What You Tell Me, Stone Cold Steve Austin, versus Are You Ready, Degeneration X. Before I vote, though, Mike, will you give us a little history on Won't Do What You Tell Me, Stone Cold Steve Austin? Uh,
2: so Stone Cold Steve Austin's uh, his song was written by Jim Johnson, who's he's done over 10,000 different songs for uh, the WWE. And when he was kind of trying to go through in 1996, trying to get Austin's music down, uh, he kind of started – looking through it and actually um, Austin came to him and said hey you know I really like this Raging Against the Machine Bulls on Parade song yep. and I want something that kind of ties into that a little bit um, so after he kind of started you know Johnson started watching him kind of you know wrestle and kind of had that you know butt kick mentality he just kind of came up with that song and you know he said he got it done in about 20 minutes yep. um, and just kind of that glass shatter and it's kind of every time you hear that glass shatter you just know someone's butt's going to get whipped yeah um you know, like I said, it only took about 20 minutes to to kind of write it. Um, and kind of one of the interesting things, like we said, Jim Johnson's done 10,000 songs. The one that kind of sticks out is Stone Cold actually went to him personally and thanked him for it. Hmm. Yeah. And he's like, that's just the type of guy that Austin is. It's like he's – no one really goes to talk to him about it. And, um, hmm. you know, that was just something I found kind of interesting about it. So Sure.
0: So I'm glad these are our first two because – What's interesting about the Are You Ready, Break It Down DX song is it actually is a little bit the opposite start of that of the glass shattering or some of these others that have that instant effect where it's like DX going like, oh, Are You Ready? It's just that drop. Yeah, but you hear that bass line. Y- and, yeah, and yeah, you, you know
1: it's very distinguished. Absolutely. Like, you know that DX but is it, coming out.
0: It has a delayed sort of the and then all of a sudden it Break it down. down. <laughs> mm. And, it's uh, like, yeah, and yeah. then it hits you. It's like so it's different than a lot of these that have that instant reaction. It's a little bit that delayed one. Uh, yeah, Jim Johnson did this one too. So D Generation X, the original um, version of that was just Shawn Michaels and Triple H, right? And then China was in there and um, uh, Xbox. Rodan. Road Dog, yep. Billy Gunn. Those guys all joined and there's actually been a couple different members, and then you know, Shawn Michaels gets kicked out and so on, you know. But they Um, are all part of what was known as D-Generation X. And um, actually, this song wasn't even originally for DX. It was originally just for Shawn Michaels. But by the time they got this song done, that faction had been started, and it, you know, they're they're probably the most well-known, other than maybe the NWO, famous, like, group or faction, I would say, of the WWE history. And so um, they had that you know you talk about Austin's you know kick and butt mentality with this it's it's more like they're rebels they're Mm -hmm. um anti-establishment which Austin very much is too but they were more like annoying they're like pests and like this song is sort of that it it symbolizes that it's like you know I it has like a cool sort of Annoyance to it, now, annoyance maybe isn't the word, but that's kind of what he was going for when he created this song. So
1: he also had a very offensive catchphrase.
0: Yes, yeah. yes, they did. Uh, yes, yeah. yeah, two words, Tours, right? <laughs> two words. right? Yeah, two words. For you. Again, kids, you're gonna have to look that one up. We got to keep it somewhat PG here today. I think. Don't want to offend anybody, but uh, you're just gonna walk yeah. down the hall. Yeah. With the money. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! <laughs> so I'll take. Uh, I'll vote first between these two and actually this is going to be really hard for me because these are probably two of my uh on on my top half here but i just uh you guys can't see me right now right now out there listening but i'm wearing a stone cold steve austin t-shirt i had my hoodie on i've got to go austin on this one so mike what's your vote
2: uh i mean yeah like you said they're, they're both iconic um like you said, at the Stone Cold at the beginning, I mean, it's within half a second. You already know what's happening. But DX, you kind of know the same thing. But like I said, it's, it's that delayed one. Uh, but I'm, I'm kind of with you, or I got I to gotta go Stone Cold on with it. Um, it's just, it's an iconic sound and song. And
0: what do, yeah. th- what do you think, Corey? Yeah, so whenever I first
1: started looking at this list, I was like, you know, because you would have to look at this, you know, kind of two separate ways. Is it, you know, do you like the song better than the other one? or like did you know like what mike was saying you knew that some business was going to happen mm-hmm. whenever that glass broke yep. and whether he was going to you know drive a zamboni out or a beer truck like you knew that whenever you heard that glass break in some business was going to go down right so as much as i like um as, as much as i like you know the, the, both songs i got to go with stone cold Steve boss right this one
0: for sure that'll take the victory and the sweep there so um Yeah, Austin leading us off strong here. So next one is going to be Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Know Your Role, The Rock. Uh, Mike, do you have this one? I have Know Your Role. Oh, you have Uh, Know Your Role. Sorry, Corey Corey does. I keep getting that wrong. So, Corey, you got that one.
1: Yeah, so I I don't know that I I was able to find too much about Know Your Role because there's like – I mean, The Rock had – Almost a dozen different songs that ended up coming out sure. too. I mean, he has that really iconic um, "Do you smell what the rock is cooking?" Whenever yeah. he first, I mean, there's no way that anybody can imitate it even close to what it is that he does. Right. Another uh, Jim Johnson song, right? Um, you know, very iconic as he comes out onto the out onto the stage, and you know, he just he's just you know known obviously for what it is that he says. Um, you know, I found a lot about you know the Rock. Everybody knows the Rock, you know, and obviously he start He's a, you know, he's the son of another wrestler. You know, got he was a football player, but um, there just wasn't a ton of us uh, much about the, the song.
0: No, that's okay. And but you know, it was some of these I ran into that too. It was kind of hard to find, especially some of these guys have these you know dozen different entrance yeah, yeah. songs they've had over the years. So that's okay. Um, so Mike, you'll lead off the vote this time on this one. This is Steve Austin won't do what you tell me versus know your role the rock ah
1: gosh when you,
2: you look at those two i mean they're i mean if you think of the attitude era it's those are the top two mm-hmm. people right there i mean it's austin it's the rock i mean you got the uh, one of the person people that wasn't on our list mankind when he first won his title he was fighting the rock and you know all of a sudden you just hear the glass shatter and it's like oh yeah austin comes down and you just get that big pop and he, I think he ends up stunning the Rock and I mean The Rock took the stunner like it the was, best. No, Oh, he, he sold that thing. You could tell why he's a heck of an actor. I mean yeah. the guy the guy could could sell it, but I, I still think I gotta go with Austin. I mean it's like you said, you know, the Rock had different variations, but Stone Cold was it was right. it was that. So I think I'm gonna
0: funny you referenced that match. So uh, that is the match that officially turned the tide of the Monday Night Wars. As soon as Mankind won that title, and actually it was on Tape delay, WCW was like giving the results on their broadcast ahead of time for like WWF, kind of like almost making fun because they're not live, they're not doing whatever. Well, everyone switched over really? to see huh. uh, Mankind win that match, mm-hmm. and they never lost a Monday night again. It was, and so Austin, the rock Mankind, you talk about the cream of the crop right there of the Attitude yeah. Era. um but, yeah, anyway, so, Corey, which way are you voting on this one?
1: You know, I, I, <clears throat> those are definitely in, in the top half, um, you know, The Rock and Stone Cold. But it still goes down to, you know, whenever you hear that glass break in, you know that something's going to happen. You know, it's the same thing with The Rock. You know, do you smell what The Rock's cooking? <laughs> like, you know that you're going to be entertained. But you, if it's you know, if it's a, a one versus two
0: battle, you got to go with Stone Cold. I agree, and that'll give him the victory. And then I will vote as well for Stone Cold, and that gives him the sweep. Um, not to predict too much here, but I can kind of see where. <laughs> <the> <laughs> <I was> <laughs> <with. laughs> so it's kind of like that uh, Larry Bird at the three-point contest. Just come <laughs> out here and see who's going to get second. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, um, next matchup is going to be uh, Steve Austin versus rest in peace for the undertaker. And I've got the information on that. Uh, any guess on who created this song, guys? Uh, <laughs> Jim um, oh, John. Yeah. <laughs> no. So yes, it was so he, um, believe it or not. And I, I'm curious on this song where he gets it, but he said he actually drew inspiration from John Williams and star Wars a little bit with huh. this song. Huh. And I'm wondering like what parts of this song he got that from. And, um, For those of you who don't know, this Rest in Peace is his probably most famous one, but again, The Undertaker had probably a dozen different ones. He had one that was called Funeral Dirge. Uh, He had a Johnny Cash one, Ain't No Grave. Um, Mm. Rest in Peace is his most famous. He had one called Grim Reaper, which is sort of an earlier version of this. There's no lyrics. This has a lot of
1: strings. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which
0: most of Jim Johnson's songs are like super heavy guitar. Yep, yep, yep. That's a great point. Yeah, I you know analyze it from the musical standpoint as to like how these are different. You mm-hmm. know, um, but no lyrics. The bell tolls. The yeah, lights yeah, yeah. go out yeah. and. You know, even if he's not doing his full-fledged entrance song, you know, walking down slowly, sometimes the lights will just go out and that bell will toll, and all of a sudden he's standing there in the ring with that person. And because it starts off with that, it kind of has that similar effect like a glass shatter of mm-hmm. Austin. So um, it's very dark. You know, he shows up out of nowhere. Sometimes he's the dead man, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's supposed to be his his gimmick. So, um, and then, yeah, this is a really cool one too. But, I mean, gosh, he was in wrestling forever. Mm-hmm. I mean... So going back to, like, the early 90s, I think, or late 80s. So, um, yeah, Austin versus Rest in Peace The Undertaker. Corey, you're going to lead off this vote for us. Yeah, I.
1: this one's pretty clear-cut for me. You know, you just got to go with Stone Cold on this one. Not that I don't like uh, The Undertaker, but, um, you know, he's just one of those guys that you were always entertained. But it was just one of those things that, like, every time that you – you know, if I was doing whatever, you know, on, on Monday nights, you know, in the early 2000s, when you heard that glass break – you just you just flipped your head around like you knew that some business was gonna go down. It just isn't the same
0: way with the bell toll. I I agree. And can't you always just hear like good old Jerry go? Oh my God, Austin! You know, like he's here. Like you just hear his you know boomer sooner accent going, yeah. and uh, he just I hear him go. You know, and that glass shatters, and, and the crowd would go crazy. Yeah. The roof would go up. You know, and. Whatever reason Austin was going down there, whether it was, he was a, a face or a heel, whether he's going down there to save Stephanie McMahon from being sacrificed by The Undertaker, or just going down there to be a you know a badass and kick yeah. some you know, he'd go down there and people lost. And he'd drive the four wheeler like he said the Zamboni. and yeah, dude, I, it's just hard to beat that. No. So I got to go
2: with Austin as well. Well, it's it's funny you talk about that when Austin actually started out is they're trying to get him to be the heel. Yes. Like that was this whole thing. Like they were trying to, and it just it never. People loved it, and it was like yeah. this goes on our discussion we had last night about the anti-hero he, thing. Is he was, I he think, was he, that, and people wanted to just cheer for that bad guy, the guy that's going to flip the bird at the boss. And I mean, after every match, I mean, you can just imagine just how many beers that guy went
1: through.
0: One of the rock Steve, drink your Steve Wisers. <laughs> and and yeah. you know who
1: was the real hero? There it was the dude that was winging beers at that guy. Look it up, kids. Look it up. we need to bring in a guy that throws them to us at the bar. Go <laughs> <laughs> right
2: here. Right? Uh, with that being said, honestly, I mean, I, I'm just I'm going to give Undertaker some love oh, here, okay. just to hey, okay. right just on. to give him some love. I mean, it's like you said, it's the glass, but the the bells, and then you know it's either he shows up in the ring yep because the lights came out or it's just that slow progression or it's just like it's that build-up where it's, mm. it's the anticipation it's the anticipation, where you're just like all right like i'm ready i'm ready just get down there and kick some butt and take some 10 minutes and to walk he out. just slowly <laughs> walking down there and you know then you know every once in a while he had paul bear with him and you know that was kind of you know just freaky and just in himself yes. just having him sit there so yes um they're both iconic, and I'm just gonna, like I am just gonna throw the Undertaker some love, so yeah, Give might him a help him help him down the road a little. Bit. Like so, it. were
1: you a fan of more like the stuff that was inside of the ring or outside of the ring?
2: I, I kind of like the the stuff inside. I mean, they both were awesome. Yeah, uh, but I kind of just like the the action stuff, like the the Undertaker versus Mankind Hell in a Cell match. I mean, yeah, yeah. I get could, you. Could just still just envision. Yeah, that was awesome. Just
0: oh my god, he's dead! He killed him. <laughs> so. To answer that question, I think for me, when I go back and watch these, like I have a couple different WWE DVDs, like a Steve Austin and an Adam Era one, like I have a, a Elimination Chamber one. I kind of like sometimes to go back and watch like what was going on behind the scenes, the the or the drama of it, or the the promos. That sort of probably eighty percent of the time entertains me more. But I will say this. The you know in a in the in ring stuff like the best instances of those probably outshine the promos and all the uh, mm-hmm. outside the ring stuff like a good old fashioned stunner like that you didn't expect to happen or a sweet chin music from HBK like and it just you're like oh my god that that just happened yeah. so it's hard to say completely that it's one or the other but that's what makes it great the combination of them mm-hmm. so but Mike gave a little bit of love there to the Undertaker yeah. so I like it okay next one. Austin versus No Chance in Hell, Vince McMahon. You want to tell us about that, Corey?
1: Yeah, so um, it, No Chance in Hell, uh, this one was – I don't even know if I have to look it up. This is another Jim Johnson one. Um, and <clears throat> that, the this, this one, I, I, I had to put this one on the list because, like, if, if you – If you were part of the attitude era, like this was the the Stone Cold Steve Austin versus his boss. Like it's just this archetype of, you know, you're just this working class hero and here's the yeah, here's here's the man that's always trying to keep you down, he's always trying to fire you. And you know, Vince McMahon was just this, you know, this millionaire and he was always trying to, you know, keep Stone Cold down, and Stone Cold was the guy that was, you know, was beating back at him, you know. And uh, I just, I, I just, I thought that this song, you know, whether you liked, I mean, nobody, nobody liked Vince. Man, nobody <laughs> liked Vince. But you knew that every time that, and Vince had this walk, like this strut, this real jerk strut. Yes. And you knew that whenever he was coming out, he was going to do something really jerkish, you know, and you'd be like, boo, hiss," you know, yeah. like you knew that he was gonna, he was gonna raise the stakes on whatever was gonna happen. For sure. Yeah.
0: Absolutely, I like this one being on the list. So, um, anything else on that one for us? No, or is that pretty much? Okay? Yeah. No, cool. I start us off with the vote on this one, and um, Corey, I appreciated you putting this on the list. I, I really did, and because again, it's one of those you knew exactly who was who was going to be walking in. Like it, within less than a second, you knew it was Vince McMahon coming in, and it's um, it doesn't have the pop that the. Uh, Steve Austin one does, and that's why I'm going to give Austin the vote here. But, man, you knew that that guy you hated was just about to walk down, yep. and you didn't want to – you, you love to hate Vince McMahon. He, yeah. That guy is brilliant. He learned it from his dad, you know, the second-generation promoter or whatever, and he always said, controversy creates cash. And I, I believe mm-hmm. that to this day. I mean, just how much you see it in our world. And Vince McMahon, I think he's maybe lost his touch a little bit nowadays. I haven't really watched WWE anymore, but um, – I think he's so he's a visionary, and so I I have a lot of appreciation for Vince here. But I got to go with Austin. I uh,
2: so. kind of go back to your question earlier about like in the in-ring stuff, outer-ring stuff. Um, you also got to kind of think. Just I always just remember all the clips where you know McMahon's in the in the ring on the microphone. All of a sudden, that big jumbo board that they got. Like Austin's bringing the cement truck up, and he's putting cement in his you know his lamp Cor- Corvette, Corvette yeah. or whatever like that, or. You know they're at the hospital, and this freaking huge bald doctor dude walks in there. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take care of you. Like rips his mask off. All of a sudden, that's when McMahon realized, oh no, that's Stone Cold. And right. Hits him with the bed, you know, the mm-hmm. the bed and stuff. But I, I still just, I, I gotta give it to Stone Cold. Um, like I said, it's it's the more iconic one. Um, and it's just, I just like every time he
1: stunned Vince, you're just like, all right, you're giving it to the man.
2: And yep.
0: The
1: it, we in the early 2000s like you just didn't see what you see now on the internet I, mean, I mean this is what makes me sound like an old man I am an old man but like you just didn't see the amount of violence and sex on TV that you see now like it just it just doesn't didn't happen but like every single Monday WWE was pushing the limits and so you would be like oh my god did did vince McMahon just beat or did did Stone Cold just beat Vince McMahon over the head with a bedpan? You know, it'd be like, D- I can't believe that, that just happened. So you were literally, I was literally tuning in, tuning in every Monday night to see what it was that they would do. Yeah, it's just get, the next crazy thing they're gonna. Yeah, do. exactly. What it, you know, and then the you know the the the, the female part of it was a whole other section. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's like, I can't believe they're putting this on TV. It's like, right. you'd you watch it because you're like, they're going to get shut down. Like yeah, There's no way sure. that they can put the, like I said, this is, you know, this is in the, the, the infancy of the internet. Right. So anyway, right. I, like, I, I love Vince. You know, like I said, you knew that something was going to happen, but you got to go with Stone Cold. Like, you got to go with the glass breaking because he just, he just caused so
0: much chaos. Agreed. Agreed. For sure. So, okay. Um, yeah, get the sweep on that one. All right. Um, Steve Austin versus the Wolf Pack, uh, NWO Wolf Pack. You want to tell us about this one, Corey? Yeah,
1: sure. So let me find my stuff here. So this one is the uh, – this one actually comes from WCW. So this, right, is, this our, is the only one that – right? This is the only one that we have that actually doesn't come from WWE. Right. Um, and this song is actually – I mean, there's a couple variations of it. But this would be uh, – like Jimi Hendrix Voodoo Child is what I was thinking. I think it's that really specific, you know, baseline. So the NWO is another, um, you know, pack of guys. And it originally started off with Hollywood, Hulk Hogan. Well, at that time he was, you know, kind of a heel. He was Hollywood, Hulk Hogan, Scott Hall, and Kevin Nash. And um, the, the... the song who was the guy that had the piano tie I have it on my notes but I can't think of it right now. The uh, piano what now? The heart, the heart. Jimmy Hart. Jimmy yeah. Hart was the guy that, that um, had originally kind of come up with the idea for, you know, that song and had a lot of attitude. But um, anyway that was the, the song like you knew that whenever that bass line came on that yep. those dudes were gonna come out and they used to do all kinds of crazy stuff, you know, beat people with a belt and then they'd spray paint NWO on people's chests. Like right. they were they were bad dudes. Right.
0: For sure. Um, yeah, I'm glad we have a w- <clears throat> excuse me a WCW representative on here. I think it deserves that. It was part of that Attitude Era. It's what made you know WWE so great. It, it was competition. It pushed them to the limit. Well, it's trying to outdo the other show. NWO was a, a leading deal in that. And that's why DX was good on the other side too in Austin, and you know they would uh, compete against each other for just the ridiculous stuff on Monday night. So uh, again. Um, like the NWO song, but I got, or hold on. Oh, sorry. It's not my turn to lead. I think it's actually Mike's, right? Uh, I apologize for that. No,
2: you're good. Uh, just kind of piggyback probably what I'm assuming you were going to say. Yeah. Uh, to me, it, it's it's going to be stone cold. I'll, I'll admit I I was the WWF guy. I've very rarely, if any, watched the WCW. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I really wasn't familiar with the Wolfpack essentially because they eventually came to WWF, right? Or, NWO
0: did, yeah. There yeah. was right, right at the tail end of that Attitude Era, or, or you know, early to mid two thousands, kind of after all that died down. Essentially, WCW's people didn't have a job, and they're like, yeah, didn't Vince buy him? I think yeah. Vince, you know, uh, Vince uh, bought him, and yeah. yeah.
2: So that was kind of my first introduction to them. So by that point, it was you know, Stone Cold all the way. So sure.
0: Uh, same for me. I'm still going with Stone Cold here. Rock and Roll, yeah, he'll get the he'll get the sweep on that one. Um, and our last matchup before we get to the keeper moving around here. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Sexy Boy HBK. Uh, yeah, so
2: HBK are the, or the uh, Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Uh, you know, the the song the whole purpose of it was trying to just, you know, pump up that persona of him being that heart th- heartthrob. You know, the, the guy that all the girls want to be with and the guys just want to kick their butt so they can get the girls' <laughs> yeah. uh, mentality. Um, you know, when he goes through and the song's playing, he's out there, he's <coughs> always doing his kind of dancing stuff. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Kind of going down the stage, and then he kind of, you know, at the end, kind of does his little flex thing. Um, the the first version actually was... The vocals were from uh, his manager, Sensational Sherry. Okay. It uh, was actually who the original vocals was uh, back in 92. And then the current version that I kind of used in 93... They kind of took her part out. She still does the uh, the the sexy boy part.
1: Sexy
0: boy, that's still him. But
2: but wait, how does that sound? And then
0: sexy boy, and he's I'm not your boy. (laughs) (laughs) And it's it's
2: one of those where I probably realized it back then, but kind of researching, it's actually Shawn Michaels is one singing it. Yeah, like I never realized that he actually had an interview where he's like, I can't sing, I can't dance, Uh, but (laughs) he's like. When the song's out there, it's just, I just try and just go along with it. And just, hopefully people like it. Yeah. Um, so, it, it's interesting though, um, like you said, is, to me, this is a song that's always associated. Like, it's always just a, ah, ah, yeah. ah. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. Like, that part, like, that's what you expect <laughs> from Shawn Michaels. <laughs> but then you're talking about the, you know, the originally the DX, Are You Ready, was going to be his. Right. And it's like, I I just, I can't see it. But I'm it, glad it didn't go that I'm way. I'm glad it didn't. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. it's. It's sweet chin music with this one. Yeah. So. Um, with that being said, I'm just I'm gonna give him some love just because he's the one singing. Like I'm gonna,
0: you're gonna give Sean Michael. I'm gonna give moment.
2: Sean love. You know, just just for the sake that he's like I said, he can't sing, doesn't like dancing, but he at least put himself out there. So I appreciate that. Right. So. And I, yeah, I think oh, Corey, no, you no, no, it's okay.
0: Right. So no, but that's alright. So Corey, you go ahead and vote. Then this too. is don't this is Steve quote. Austin versus yeah. HBK. Yeah, you
1: know, I'm just not an HBK fan. I, I'm not an HBK song fan. So, you know, sexy boy. You know, the sweet chin music. I like the the move but i just i gotta go I with mean, stone cold yeah. sure
0: okay that's gonna give him the victory because i am also gonna vote for stone cold um but Shawn michaels did get a vote there so we will see if that comes up later so here we go we've gone through all of them we've talked through all their history or kind of given them all, all a background we're getting to the, what we call the keeper moving round. so i'll just call it and we'll do quick votes and then um when i'm tallying them uh Let's see here. Corey, did you have a question of the week that you wanted to do after we get to that? Or or does, do you have a we'll, – we'll worry about sure. that here in a little bit. Okay, but um, let's go first. And it's actually me voting first because okay. he was supposed to vote first okay. last. But anyway, so The Rock versus – or er,
2: DX versus The Rock.
0: DX versus The Rock. Thank you. and I'm actually going to go with – Oh I kind of – oh, man <laughs> – I'm gonna go with the Generation X here. There we go, The X. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a D on here. Okay.
2: I'm gonna go with the Rock. Okay. Kind um, of make Corey make the decision there. It's just it's
1: the whole you know if you smell with the Rock. The Rock.
0: Is cooking. cooking. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: I got to go with Mike on this one, too. Like, I love DX. I love their attitude. Like, I could could do the whole intro. But The Rock, like, another guy that when you heard that, like, you knew that some business was going to go down. Not not that you couldn't say the same thing about
0: DX, but you got to go with The Rock. Sure. All right. So, uh, The Rock will take the victory there. Next is DX versus Rest in Peace. Mike, you lead us off. This is...
2: This is kind of a tough one. I'm gonna I'm gonna kinda of stick with what I went earlier. I'm gonna say just the Undertaker. Just I know DX is kinda of, it's the group, it's a fun one, but it's still the Undertaker. It's the whole lights go out, the slow march down. Sure. Yeah, just, I'm going to take the Yeah, yeah Mike,
1: Mike, you're wrong on this one. This one is <laughs> DX by far. Like, you knew that you were going to have fun. This was going to be a great time. And right. And then something super offensive was going to happen. Sure.
0: I'm going to go with D-Generation X as well, so that'll give DX the victory on that one. Next is DX versus no chance in hell. Corey, lead us off. <laughs> uh, you know, I
1: put... Uh, Vince McMahon on this list, I got it. I got to give him a vote here. I'm going to sure. go with Vince McMahon because he was he was running the show there, and he was he, he had that constant battle with Stone Cold.
0: I'm going to go with Degeneration X. DX, yeah. uh,
1: Corey, I got two words for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you ain't <laughs> no uh, <funny> <laughs> all right. DX will take the victory on that one. And DX versus NWO Wolfpack. Um, who who leads? Is it me that leads up? Oh yeah, sorry. Um, I'm going to go DX on this one.
2: Uh, I'm also going to go DX. DX, sweep it.
0: Sweep it. Rock and roll. Okay. And last one for DX uh, versus one of its members here, Sexy Boy HBK. So, Mike. Uh, Like you said, he's in both. I mean, both of them
2: are Shawn Michaels. uh, I'm still going to go DX just – yeah, like you said, it's it's more the the fun associated with it compared to just the one guy.
0: Good call, my DX, sweep it. All right, all right. Here we go. Next is Know Your Role versus Rest in Peace. Know Your Role. Yeah, you got to go with The Rock on this one. Okay, The Rock. Okay, Mike. Or no, uh, sorry, me. Uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Know Your Role. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Undertaker then, just to give him some love. It's, all right. So he'll get a vote there, but um, the, the Rock will take the victory there. And actually, uh, Dion is joining, Can you us. Dion joining us in the studio. We'll finish our vote, and we're in the Keeper moving around. but then oh, we nice. want to hear from you, you bet. on uh, maybe how you would have gone with some of this
3: today. Sure. So uh, next, Hulk Hogan finishes high.
0: <laughs> next one is Know Your Role versus No Chance in Hell, Vince McMahon. And... I keep losing track of who's leading us off here, but oh, uh, to me it's it's The Rock. Okay. Uh, know your role. Over Vince McMahon, really? Okay, I know. good. I'm glad to no sweep it, man. I I got to agree with that. So okay, um, know your role versus uh, NWO Wolfpack. Corey, uh, you let's lead us do. Off? Yeah, I, I gotta go. Know your role. I gotta go with The Rock on this one. I will also go with The Rock. Same. Okay, another sweep for The Rock. Okay, and last one for The Rock here versus sexy boy HBK. I'll lead us off The Rock.
2: Uh, Yeah, I mean, you gotta put The Rock bottom on HBK on that one. Yeah, yeah. I,
3: you maybe already talked about this. What is HBK for those of us that are. Heartbreak Kid. Okay, this is Shawn Michaels. Yep, yeah. Shawn Michaels. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. Uh, the Rock.
2: This okay. is The Rock, right? Yep, yep this yep. is.
0: Yep. So. Yep, he got some sweeps there for sure. So okay, um, getting down to the nitty gritty here. So rest in peace, Undertaker versus No Chance in Hell, Vince McMahon. Raj, you want to start us off? Uh, it's it's got to be Undertaker. Like, okay. Yeah, it's just yeah, it, you're wrong again. This one's No Chance in Hell. Sure. Uh, I'm actually gonna go with the Undertaker on this <gasps> one. So I know, I know. I was glad yes. to see that one on. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Undertaker versus NWO. Corey, you want to lead us off? Uh, you got to go with NWO. Okay, I'm going to go with The Undertaker.
2: Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to tombstone your butt on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: The Undertaker. All right, and then uh, last one for The Undertaker versus Sexy Boy HBK. I will go Undertaker.
1: Uh, Undertaker? Uh, I don't know that I care that much, so I'll sweep
0: it. Sweep it, all right. Um, no Chance in Hell versus NWO Wolfpack. Mike. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, you've got
2: you got Vince, the, the owner. I mean, I'm, a, I'm probably just going to give it to Vince just because the fact that he was willing to put himself out there and, sure. yeah. I mean, be pretty much the heel of
0: his empire. Right. The I man mean, got beat over the head with a bad pant. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> let's give him a vote. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So both of you are voting, Vince? Yeah. Sweep it. I'll give Vince a vote there. Uh, Vince versus Sexy Boy HBK. Corey, lead us off. Vince. Vince. I'm going to go Sexy Boy. All right. Just for the – give him some love. He'll take – Vince Man will take the victory, but Shawn Michaels gets a vote. And last matchup, NWO Wolfpack versus Sexy Boy HBK. And I'm going to go with HBK on this one. HBK. NWO. Okay. Well, uh, let's see here. HBK takes that victory, but NWO gets a vote. So, while I'm trying to sort through this and tally this all up, Dion. Yeah. How would you have gone with this today?
3: Well, I wasn't here you know, at the start, so I don't know how you guys ended up. But can I tell a quick story? Sure. Uh, when I was a college athlete on competition days, we had the stereo. You could put your CD in the six CD changer. And I my alarm clock was Hell's Bells. And so the Undertaker song reminds me of that. And mm-hmm. it kind of gets you in the mood to go beat somebody up. And so that's probably my top song on there. And if you look at the wrestlers, I'm sure that Stone Cold and The Rock were probably the better, more famous wrestlers. Is that true of this? Yep. Um, but those songs don't impress me, and I didn't watch WWE at this time, and so I would give very little love to those two, but I'm guessing they probably got some love from you guys.
1: Our metrics were like, well, at least my metrics were like, you know, is it a great song, or like you knew that something was going to happen. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you, so, and I didn't watch enough of this yeah, to anticipate
3: yeah. that. Yeah the song meaning something but I mean I've heard of The Undertaker I know who he is and that song yeah. is probably my favorite and then like I said Stone Cold and The Rock would probably finish lower down yeah. for me okay. Corey you sent a, a list to us a while ago and had like Jim Duggan and The Bushwhackers Triple H um Hulk Hogan, Bret Hart, Macho Man, and that's more my era, and those would have definitely got my votes over almost I, I, all of yeah. these. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the Macho
1: Man's another one too. Like you knew that something was going to yeah. go down. Right. Like he'd
3: bring he'd bring
1: uh, Miss Stephanie out, and something was going to yeah. go down. Well, that's but why l- I think we
3: ultimate l- warrior too. I mean, so these yeah, are the ones that that's I why we I mean, like, let yeah, that
0: out. era open. I think is so then that way we could maybe someday go, go back and do go it. back and sure. do that. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. um... Are we ready for some results? I think so. I think we okay. probably know. Do you, do you do drum rolls or something? <laughs> 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 if, we want, if you want do you want to do a drum roll? <laughs> okay. In seventh place, probably no surprise here, the NWO Wolfpack with zero victories. Oh. Okay. Um, in sixth place, Sexy Boy, Shawn Michaels. Um, in fifth place... Sorry, Corey. No chance in hell. Hey, he made the list. Yes, yeah, so he yeah. had two victories. Yep. So, uh, in fourth place, Rest in Peace, The Undertaker.
3: That was my faith. Yeah, oh, my so God. that
0: would have definitely changed if you yeah. were. Um, in third place, Degeneration X. Are you ready? Break it down. Got third place. The Rock got second yeah. with Know Your Role. And. This is no surprise at all. I think we no. saw this in the first round. Steve Austin, the glass shatters, <laughs> first place, and I think yeah. that has a lot to do with it. So yeah. just the instant like reaction you get from the crowd. Well, that's for that
2: tough like with the song is you associate it with the wrestler too. So it's I mean he was, but I think bec- famous.
0: I think that helped to make him. Oh, it did. You know oh, I mean? definitely like, did. You know, so um, yeah, I I am comfortable with how this list turned out. How yeah. do you how to compare to like how you would have? Ah, <gasps> uh,
2: I. I would say at the top, kind of the same. I had Undertaker second, kind of my list, and then kind of the middle was there. So, I mean, it,
0: I'm okay with it. Sure. Corey, if you were just picking this list, you probably would have had no chance in hell a little higher. You would have had... Undertaker and HPK a little lower, right? Is yeah, really...
1: I, I, I'm certainly not disappointed. I think this is... You guys have a pretty scientific method. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so... Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> very, very educational. Well, yeah. I'm tried yeah. and true. It's very <laughs> edutational. We, yeah, edutational. We are definitely adding to the world of academia here. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I don't know that... You know, Obviously with Stone Cold, like he you knew that something was going down. Like I keep saying, the same thing with The Rock too. Like they're kind of a coin flip sometimes, but like you knew that something was going down with Stone Cold, you hear that glass breaking, like you just start looking around. And you know, football teams use that for for a walkout song because it is so, you know, it gets your blood pressure going. Sure,
3: Yeah. all right, awesome. I didn't watch enough of it because when I listened to it, I had no reaction. I was sure. Like, oh, wow, that's neat. Yeah. But like when was John Cena? He must have been after these guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. that song, I like. And yeah. Had, so that one gets late me fired late up. aughts. He yeah. started out. Yeah. yeah. He,
0: when I was in high school, he's probably like oh seven, oh eight. 08, Like yeah. when he would
3: have kind of come up. His song's
0: good, oh, but yeah. not not in the attitude area. Sure, no, right, exactly. Sure. So again, we left that one open. This so. is the
3: song I play when my kids start making me mad. As I play that <laughs> song, and they know to run because <laughs> Yeah, they're about to get. Down. Alright, do we
0: have time for a start one, sit one, cut one? I think, I think we, we do.
2: do. I think we do. Uh, so just kind of think of a you know, a typical wrestling match. There's always this stuff underneath the stage that the guys are gonna, you know, flip the you know, curtain up, and they're grabbing something. So uh, between a table, ladder, and chair, kind of what's your weapon of choice if you were in
1: the ring against any one of these
2: so people. So
0: start one, sit one, cut one. Can I just say one thing
1: that would be my weapon of choice? Yeah. I don't know the rest of it. Stop sign. Like, stop I never really knew how did a stop sign. Get under there. How did a stop sign get underneath there? So That's I good. I mean you always made you always understood why there'd be ladders there, yeah. you know, some chairs and some
0: tables. I mean come on. But a stop sign, right. like why is there yeah. a stop sign there? Right. So um yeah, so for me what I'm going to do, I'll I'll go first on this so as far as start one, sit one, cut one. I am going to cut the table. I'm going to bench the ladder. And I'm going to start the chair. And I'm going to tell you why. The chair is the easiest one to grab. <laughs> it's the quickest. Like boom, you just hit them right <laughs> over the head. I think the ladder has maybe a bigger payoff at from time to time. If you can get up there and just fall, you know, jump on them from way up above. It has a bigger payoff, but you've got to get that thing set up. You got to climb yeah. up it. And wow, to me, the logistics. table has yeah. the least like uh benefits to it you know what i mean it takes forever to get into the ring and everything so that would be i'd start the chair sit the ladder and cut the
2: uh table i'm gonna kind of piggyback on what you said i'm gonna cut the ladder though just because like you said i mean it's that's what is it like a 10 50 foot i mean they had the tallest ladder known to man was what they pulled out there and like i said it just took a while to get up there and get set up and you know i'm gonna i'm gonna bench the the table yep um you know, especially now when you kind of think of the the Bills Mafia, right? How they've kind of taken that persona of oh, we're just going to jump through tables. I mean, like you said, <laughs> it doesn't do much. It just it looks freaking awesome. Like how many of us in class have just like looked at tables and be like, you know, just want to just smash it's, your it's table. Matt
3: Fully esque, I thought you would like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: fall to the table, right? And then uh, you know, you got you got to start the chair. I mean, it's just so iconic. I mean, when they put it in the turnbuckle and they. Run people into it, or they it on, Like my favorite one is they lay it on the ground, or lay it on top of a person with rocks, doing the people's elbow and he people's elbows into the chair and yeah. the person. That just automatically
1: makes it better. Oh yeah, it's just yeah, you got to start the chair.
0: Corey, how would you? I, I don't. I I don't know
1: that I have any opinions other than the stop sign.
3: <laughs> Dion, what about you? I would follow your list. I would cut the table, bench, sure. bench the ladder, and start the chair for the same reasons you said. It's easy to grab, quick to hit, and when I think of wrestlers grabbing something if the first thing that comes to mind is a
0: chair. So. sure exactly all right well anything else guys i think it was pretty successful it works. i'm uh, i'm glad you know this is our season finale and hopefully it's a you know great exit to the season sets us up for some you know some good feedback from the listeners out there and and hopefully uh you know, maybe in the future we can go to the eighties wrestling with like John and Dion and then yeah. maybe get like a modern, you know, group, like maybe get, you know, some younger kids in here for the John Cena, you know,
3: I was early. Did you have an Are You Kidding Me? We Does did not I have an Are You Kidding Me?
0: So you wanna do that well, as a
3: <laughs> Well here and I I wanna pick on other episodes. So we ranked best country music artists at that right. time. A genre of music that's been around for over a hundred years, over a thousand different artists have been number one hits and we said, Let's just take all of those, narrow it down to six and make a list and I was like, No, let's let's like categorize it. So then we had this idea, WWE walk-up songs. The next thing I know, it's like, well, we got to narrow it down to a six-year span because it's too much. And I was like, what the heck is going on? We, we can do this with WWE walk-up songs yeah. but not country music artists. And yeah. I blame I blame John because he's not here to defend himself. <laughs> but also, one of his ideas, let's rank the best coach. So John Wooden is going to go up against... Uh, Nick Saban. Nick Saban is going to yeah. go up against Connie Mack from yeah. the, you know, yeah. the Giants in the 1910s. So I, whatever. That's my. Are you kidding me? Sure. No, it's
0: a great. Are you kidding me? It's a good point. It's a great way for to end sure. the season on yeah. it. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs>
3: Absolutely. All right. Well,
0: thanks, guys, for listening, and thanks, Corey and Mike, for being here. And oh, thank uh, you. You. until next time, adios. Thanks.
1: You kidding me?